Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The One Up Project podcast. We have Salisa Nepal here, founder of Conchico Beauty. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? <laughs> Good, thank you. Um, and I actually feel like I even got the name wrong just then again, isn't it? It's not Kanchiko, um, it's Kanchiko. Kanchiko, yeah, Kanchiko. Cool. So I'm so excited to get into it and um, talk a bit about this business. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and I guess how it started? Because we have kind of an unusual connection in a way. You're currently situated in Colorado, but we went to school together when you were <laughs> in New Zealand. So, yeah. um, so good to be chatting again <laughs> and, um, yeah, give us a little intro of who you are, what you're doing at the moment and, um, why I've got you on the podcast today. Yeah, of course. Okay. So I'm Salisa. Um, so as Sarah just mentioned, um, yeah, we did go to, um, high school together and, um, I moved to America about two years ago, um, currently residing in Colorado, uh, a very cold mountainous state. Um, in the middle of nowhere um but um I'm on the podcast today to talk more about my um business uh Kanchiko. um so the way that this kind of started um it's it's quite interesting and quite complex at the same time um so pretty much um I've never like uh like wanted to start a business um it was never something from like you know some people like you know from a very young age they're just like oh I really want to start a business it never really was like that um I always just knew that I could only work for myself but I never knew how to go about and do those things um and so when I moved to America um I kind of was just set on finishing off uni um I was like a third year uni student here um so I kind of was just like focusing doing that and um also working at the same time and then um it was like one night um I had like a uni assignment due and like I don't know if you do this but like you know when you have like about 15 minutes left before it's due but it's like you've already done the assignment but you're kind of just waiting because you don't want to like submit it too early or anything so it was kind of like that and then that moment I kind of just like was procrastinating and I came up with this idea that I wanted to start my own like beauty, like cosmetic kind of line thing. And um, instead of, you know, submitting my assignment, this is what I was doing. And so um, I started like jotting down names, um, ideas and all this type of stuff. And that's pretty much how the idea was born, like in that span of that moment. So when I moved here, I am for like about seven months, I was just working and um, like staying home. I pretty much was already quarantining because like, I didn't know anyone or anything like that. And um, the school year only starts in August here. So I had to wait till August anyways to start school. And I started playing with makeup. And like, if anyone knows me in New Zealand, like I don't even wear makeup at all. Like I never did. And so like, it kind of just started like becoming like a thing for me to like, kind of like sit in my room and make my little makeup videos. But like, I was too scared to post them. Cause like, I just, I don't know. I just don't have the confidence to post that, I guess. But I guess in 2020, when we were actually in quarantine, Um, I started posting it like back in March and um, I was just posting like every day I had literally nothing else to do besides you know online school and my I had this makeup account and it kind of just blew up from there 
um wow. I was doing this consistently yeah and it kind of just blew up and I guess like I made like a really tight-knit community and everything um so I thought that if I wanted to start something I would do makeup because like I already kind of like had a base of people following me and stuff um so yeah that's pretty much how it started like the idea like of yeah wow well, so you went from at this point so you were like zero to almost 10,000 followers now I'm pretty sure in the space of how long have you been doing this um so the um business itself has been launched for about like I'd say nearly three months yeah wow so you've had that growth and then previous to that it was based off sort of having this love for makeup born out of boredom or essentially like having more time to do something like that (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And it's insane. Even my friends still tell me, they're just like, how did you even get into it? Because it's like, it's not, um, like my my makeup account is solely like editorial looks. They're not even like everyday type of looks. So um, from that, I saw like this product, which I have, they're called like hydroliners, which pretty much they're liners, but you have to activate them with water. And um, that was just booming and I was like this would be so cool if I could you know create my brand and start selling these um so that's how like the two ideas pretty much connected for like the beauty brand wow yeah that's so cool and so um tell us a bit about the name and the reason why you picked that name because it's quite unique and so I'd love to hear like the story behind that Okay, so um, I was obviously born and raised in New Zealand, but I'm of Nepali descent. Um, so Kanjiko, um, there's it's a Nepali word. So um, it's actually pronounced in like Nepali. It's called Gansiko. Um, and so pretty much the Gansi part means the youngest. And that is my nickname at home because I'm the youngest in the house. So everyone, you know, would anyone can call me that. Everyone would be just like, hey, Gansi, come over here. Like, it's just my nickname. And then Go means it can it's it's very versatile what it means it can mean the hers hims like you know anything um, kind of like pronouns sort of things um pretty much and together the word pretty much says that, like this is the youngest is like beauty this is the youngest is like clothing wear and um and so then I came up with this idea and I was just like well, it would be cool because you know the stuff I'm selling like I want you to feel the youngest so that's how like the name came about. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. And like such yeah. a clear, it's such a clear message that you're sending with that name as well. That's really cool. It's awesome like hearing when there is a meaning behind the name because I guess that probably adds a lot of purpose and value to the way you um, like to run the business as well. Yeah, no, definitely. And um, like I do remember like uh, I think a couple nights after when I just told you about how I came with the idea, um, it was actually my friends that helped me choose the name. I gave them the list and I everyone I pretty much tallied up what everyone liked. So everyone chose that name. Pretty much how I came up with the one up project as well. I was like talking to my friends yeah. about it and pretty much just a poll for them. And yeah. then that's how it was decided. So ask your friends if you need a new business name, I guess. Literally. <laughs> um and so I I guess tell us a bit more around like you said you never were sort of expecting to get into business and it sort of just happened, which I feel like is kind of a common story among a lot of people who start businesses and a really cool journey to look back on for you as well. Um, And so how do you, how did you find that transition from something that started essentially as like just a passion project almost, and then turning that into a business? How was that transition for you and how did you manage all of that? The simplest answer I could give you is literally like life just brought it to me like it wasn't something that was ever intentional like as I mentioned earlier um 
if like if anyone that knows me everyone knows that I um like I mean I just graduated in biology like literally last semester I've always been on the science route. <laughs> yeah literally I've literally been on the science route and so I've no experience or whatever with business marketing any of that stuff it was really unexpected for me as well um like I, I remember saying it when I was like in New Zealand like that oh yeah I'm gonna start something of my own one day but like I don't know you don't ex- you know when you say those things you, you expect it to be later like your late 20s early 30s like I didn't expect to start something like at the age of 21 it's just very complicated too because it's like I think being someone who is brown and a first generation immigrant really plays a role in this as well because people who like obviously are like first generation immigrants would understand this too it's like your parents expect you to kind of go in the route of like a doctor an engineer a lawyer so it's like that's what's expected out of me as well but I'm in the process of breaking those stereotypical norms within my household and community as well um because it's not something that's quite normal for like someone to you know just like open up their own business and be like yeah yeah this is what I'm doing um so they probably want you to do that more safe option as well eh? like more secure 100% yeah and it's obviously because of their life experiences they're just like oh we don't want you to be gambling because you know like we've been through so much um so totally honest about anything but it's it's definitely something is something that like I am still um trying to get through to my parents as well um the transition um from like being a like you know this biology student and graduate and now like owning this kind of like this brand that has potential like it's I'm like in this like limbo state right now so it's like I'm like you know it's it's just really complicated and hard but it's like so rewarding and fulfilling like, you know when someone says like oh I want when I'm older I want to like wake up every day and not have to work it's almost like I'm getting a taste of that and it feels amazing mm. so like I'm sure you understand what I mean too because I know you also quit your job recently as well but yeah no it, it's something I'm still working at and I'm kind of just taking it day by day um, and kind of seeing where it takes me. I'd love to, if you feel comfortable chatting about it, to dive a bit more in around like the expectations that your parents may have on you and how you've navigated that having your own business. Because I think it's probably a journey that some people could really relate to, but not often Mm -hmm. hear talked about. So how have you sort of managed communicating that with people in your community and in your family? And like, what have the biggest challenges um, been that have come with that? Yeah, um, no, 100%. I feel like so many people could relate to this, um, especially because there's like a big Asian population in New Zealand as well. Like in my community, obviously, what I was just saying, like it's expected I'm to do these, you know, more like secure, high paying type of jobs. But I feel like I do come from a background of entrepreneurs and like business owners. My dad, um, he is, a, he's always been an entrepreneur, um, like ever since he moved to New Zealand. Um, he, he always had his own business. He like, you know, he had a little bakery in Lynn Mall. I don't know if you remember that. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he had Baker's Delight in Lynn Mall. Yeah. Um, so it's like, he's always kind of just worked for himself. So I, I grew up seeing that, but I also saw like how rewarding it could be, but it's also like a very stressful job. Honestly, I was always just like, nah, I don't want to do that. I was like, I just want to like chill, like have a nine to five and come home and not worry about anything. But um, I don't know, I guess things just changed to me. But um, yeah, it definitely is uh, something that's difficult to get across to my like parents hey this is something that I am considering to do like I still really haven't fully came open with it because like this growth in my business really did come overnight so it's like I'm still testing out things and like all that sort of stuff but I'm sure in the next couple of months I'm gonna have to have that conversation with him but um 
but like it's totally understandable like where like our like parents come from in terms of that you know they moved from a third world country and like they've had to struggle a lot and um really do so many things and sacrifice so much so I totally understand it I would only want to kind of like push this idea forward to if I like a hundred percent with the most purest intentions think that this is going to boom you know I'm still working on it um and like still getting there like slowly but gradually um but um, I definitely do think it is something that a lot of like first generation immigrants do struggle with coming to the parents and telling them that they don't want to do what is expected out of them. It's it's very common, like it's a very common situation. And I know my friends feel the same way, like who are, you know, in the same boat as me. But um, yeah, you just have to go, you just have to run with what you believe in. Yeah. yeah so would that be your biggest advice to people maybe going through the same thing and struggling with having their parents' opinions? I mean, I don't know if your parents are supportive, sounds like they are to some extent, but maybe people have parents that aren't as supportive. What would you say to them to try and get through that? If your parents aren't fully like supportive, like my parents, they are supportive. They, it's like, actually, like I didn't even tell my parents when I first started it. I was literally in like, I, I just didn't even say anything to anyone because I was just like, oh, this is just something for my sanity um, and to give me something to do because like this is when I was in quarantine and like it was insane. Like I'm sure everyone like that, you know, had to go through or like it was still going, I mean, everyone's going through COVID besides you guys, but um, <laughs> like, like it really does affect your mental health. And so like um, it really Definitely. was affecting my mental health. Um, so I was trying to keep myself occupied and like, this was just something I was doing to keep myself occupied as well. Um, but I guess like um, the word started getting out to people in Nepal who were my mom's, you know, relatives and like they would message her and then they were like, hey, do you know about this beauty brand that your daughter started? And so that's how my parents kind of find out. <laughs> um, I thought my parents would take it bad because I was so because it's obviously the expectation thing. Right. But it was opposite. They were actually just like, wow, like they were like, wow, my daughter's capable of doing this. They were like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, <laughs> so that's how they like reacted. But um they still do expect me to do something with my degree. Like since, you know, I did spend like four years, you know, studying biology. So they're just still like, you know, businesses are like fluctuate and stuff like that. So we do still expect you to like, you know, find a job, which I still am. Like I am like full-time looking, but you know, it's really hard to find a job right now. <laughs> um, to the people that think that they, you know, they want to do something or, you know, just, you know, like whatever it is, but your parents aren't like supportive of it. Like I know it's so hard and I know like, it's probably the scariest thing in the world to like disappoint your parents too. I feel like if you come up with like a solid plan and um, you know, you really have the best intentions, sure, they might be mad a couple of days, couple of months, even years, because trust me, I've heard stories, but it's like, you know, like if it's gonna like make you happy and it's gonna do your mental health, your soul good, then like run with it. Like that's all I can say. Um, eventually they will see it um, as long as you know but you just have to know that you have to like fight back as well like you know if they aren't talking to you or whatever you you can't just be like oh yeah whatever do what you were got to do but also you know you got to fight for them back too yeah <laughs> they just got no, that's... Quick. <laughs> <laughs> no it's good I love that you got to stand up for yourself to some extent and then like believe in what you're doing as well because I guess you'll hit a crossroads in that situation where you're sort of thinking okay it's now at the point where I've taken the passion project as far as it can go as a at a point where it's going to grow and actually sustain I don't know an income for myself or is this yeah. where it ends and I focus on like the other options so 
I think that's a, some good um, words of advice for you because I suppose like the business is continuing to grow, which is so exciting for you. It must be like a pretty surreal experience, um, especially when this yep. is just something that was so unexpected. Yeah. So let's like talk about that growth. Like what do you think it was that got you to that point? Do you think it was just being really authentic? Do you personalize the brand? Like what do you think, um, I guess, started that growth for you tiktok like that's what it was you know like tiktok is the best marketing platform like ever to exist um so like everyone says post three to four tiktoks a day um and so pretty much i was just following that and i literally would post three to four tiktoks a day um have at least one or two instagram posts a day um and so some like I guess like these are some tactics that I were I was following from like other business owners because it's like small business TikTok as well. Do you have TikTok? Yeah, I love TikTok and I follow like okay. all small business TikTok and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so you you know what I mean. Like you literally get like the craziest tips and stuff like that. Um, so I was kind of like just following these people and just you know doing what they were doing, um, jumping onto like any trend I could get on. And I guess there was this one trend with like the song. Um, and pretty much it's like a giveaway type of thing, but it was also like, I was genuinely searching for models because like, I need like, you know, people to like market my brand. Um, but I wasn't necessarily looking for people who were like influencers. I was looking for people who were like micro influencers and below, like just, you know, general, normal, like citizen, like whatever, you know? So I think that's why I really struck a chord with everyone because they were just like, oh, like I don't need so many followers to, you know, win this. Or like I don't need so many followers to, you know, like help her out. So I kind of made a TikTok just saying like, hey, like I'm looking for people, like, um, you know, all you got to do is follow my TikTok, Instagram, support my small business. I also didn't expect the TikTok to blow up. I thought like it would kind of just like, you know, gain like a couple thousand. You know, it, it's really hard. Like TikTok is really hard to like blow up with. Um, but yeah, that video kind of just took off and I got like about like 120k on that video. And, and then so the crazy thing was that so like this all happened like on like I'd say like the first week of February. And so um, my birthday is on the 4th of February, right? The second and third things started picking up. And so I was just like, oh, wow, like, this is crazy. Like, I was literally like, like seeing followers and it was insane. Um, and so I was like, wow, this is insane. And, um, so I made that TikTok and it just kept blowing. People were DMing me. You're obviously going to get people who just want the free stuff. Um, but then within that, because there was so traction to my account, I was finding like there was actual like authentic customers coming to me as well. So people were putting in orders and um, I just didn't expect that because I thought people were literally just, you know, going to be like, okay, yeah, I really want to get this stuff. Yeah. So I made that TikTok and then um, that one was, I was trying to market my clothing brand that I was, you know, I'm like releasing soon. So people were kind of like looking for clothes more, I guess, like that type, that group of followers, but I don't have anything on my site yet. Um, and so then I decided to do one for like my beauty. And so when I did a TikTok for my beauty, that one blew up to like 100K as well. And that's that was the day on my birthday. And like I made the most sales on my birthday and it was the best birthday gift ever. Um, I literally pretty much sold out of everything. I guess like, you know, like, you know, I got so many followers, but I was so happy that I got customers that were like actually do want to find my brand. Like people that were like, you know, authentic, that were actually there for like, you know, supporting the small business and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it was insane. And like, it pretty much just grew like over that period of week. That business pretty much peaked on my birthday, which was like insane. 
that is so cool and yeah especially for someone who isn't in like business normally and isn't used to that sort of thing happening it would have been such a cool feeling like I've had I haven't had like that extreme but I've had little I feel like experiences with that type of feeling and it's the best ever so that's really cool especially when it's converting to actual sales like I can only imagine Uh how exciting that would have been for you like just seeing all the notifications Mm -hmm. popping up and stuff yeah (laughs) like I was sleeping and like my like Shopify account was just like popping and I was like what is happening like you know those TikTok things you see I was like wow am I living that TikTok viral dream right now (laughs) I was just like this is crazy yeah literally really right but um yeah because like I had like 730 followers prior to that and like I just jumped to 6k then like 8k and like so on and like yeah it was crazy I just wanted to ask you what your biggest piece of advice you think would be to those who are just starting out in business I mean you're only three months and you've had massive growth things have been going really well for you and like it looks like they're only about to get better so so far what would you say would be like your best piece of advice um, my best piece of advice would be that um, if you're like already like a small business owner trying to grow, um, get onto TikTok. Like literally, that is my biggest advice. Be consistent on TikTok that, you know, just go ham on TikTok. Um, that um, be consistent with posting. But also remember that um, that your uh, content needs to be like um, the quality of it needs to just be great. Um, so like I would always put, yeah. even though you should be consistent, you know, quality of quantity um, is something I would go for. And, um, you know, if you are wanting to like grow and like, you know, get more like a bigger audience, then yeah, definitely do some giveaways. Um, you know, you know, those really, really help um, keep going. Cause I know there's days where it's like, you know, you get like zero sales, but then there's other days where you get like five sales. So it's really just like a fluctuating thing. So like, just keep at it and like, keep going and like, don't get discouraged. And so tell us a bit about where we can find you and what you've got coming up and the exciting release you have soon. So tell us where everyone can go and find you and support you. Yeah. Um, so like the website currently is kanjikobeauty.com. So that's where you can find my website. Um, my Instagram is also currently kanjikobeauty as well. Um, so that's where you will find like the latest updates, like when I'm releasing and all that good stuff. Um, my clothing wear, it's called Kanjiko Wear. Um, that is releasing on the 26th of February, but for New Zealand time, it would be the 27th. Um, and so it's releasing then. So definitely check it out. Um, and I know shipping is expensive to New Zealand. So I do offer um, a bulk shipping method. So pretty much um, it's way cheaper. Um, and I have a location in New Zealand. Um, so all like, the you know, everyone that's ordering from New Zealand, I will ship it to that one location. And if you live in Auckland, you get free delivery. Um, but if you're elsewhere, um, you literally it's like, I don't think you pay anything because um, it's already covered in the bulk shipping costs, but yeah, still. Um, but yeah, so like you do have that option. So there is a cheaper option as well if you are looking to get something. Um, so yeah, and exciting things are coming with the launch. It'll be, it'll be super cool. Cool. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I really appreciate it and like having your time. It means so much. So thank you heaps for coming on. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for having me as well. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, Be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project and I'll catch you on the next one.